Welcome to the Health and Hustle podcast, your go-to place where we talk about holistic health, how to develop a positive mindset and become the best and healthiest version of yourself. Needing some inspiration today? Is your cup feeling a little bit empty? Or maybe you're feeling down on yourself and looking to be surrounded by a community that accepts you for who you are. You've come to the right place. I'm Jenna Trudeau, and my purpose in life is to inspire women daily to take care of their health before they hustle. We wear so many hats as women, and it's important to fill up our cup because we all know we cannot give from an empty cup. I'm a small town girl, a wife, mama of two girls, a leader, and a huge advocate for health with an it's totally doable attitude. Let's get you on your way to becoming the best version of yourself possible. It's totally doable. Welcome to another interview today, you guys. Um, I had the privilege today of interviewing the one and only Terry Beaupre. For those of you who don't know, she's actually my sister. She's my older sister who I look up to. And often I am just amazed and I admire her for her mindset and just the strong will that she has. She's been through many obstacles in her life, starting with at such a young age, being the president of the PC party at age 26. And it's just been such a journey to watch my sister grow into this human that she has become. She's been taking care of her health before she hustles. She never really had a huge passion for working out or really eating healthy. And now she's like transitioned to this whole new human being. And it's been so amazing to watch. So today we are talking about overcoming obstacles and how to remain a positive mindset or just have a strong mindset throughout the journey of life. So welcome to the podcast today, Miss Terry Beaupre, aka my sister. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks for having me. This will be fun. And for the record, I don't even know what she's going to ask me. So I have notes and I'm ready. And hopefully I can uh, really hold this up for the first of May. Yes, you definitely will. I knew you can. So my first question for people who are just joining, they've never met you or for people who even do know you, like maybe some of you guys know that Terry's my sister. You've never heard her story. Maybe just tell us a little bit about you, Terry, where your life has taken you and where you are today. So give us a little bit of a background of Terry Beaupre. Okay, fun. Uh, I feel like I'm in an interview process and I haven't done this for a while. So, okay. I obviously born and raised in Grand Prairie, grew up in Grovedale. I am a homegrown Grovedale girl and super proud to be from there. And I have some of the greatest friends and people. I love community. I love supporting in different ways like that and giving back in, in many ways. But also my husband is from Grand Prairie as well. We have two young children, so five and three. Um, and just like bringing them back to the roots is one of the biggest things for us being involved in sports, playing hockey as I grew up, being involved in skiing and different things. And now having the ability to do that with our kids is such a fun thing to be doing. And so, yeah. And so that's my home life, born, raised two kids. And now we've also, my husband and I are partners in a company called ViewWorks. So we do aerial pipeline inspections. We have 360 cameras on bottom of a helicopter. So kind of like a Google Earth approach for mapping um, and helping with different things in the oil and gas field, as well as, you know, other ways that we apply that to. Plus, we collect LIDAR, which is a survey grade data um, format. Instead of sending your traditional surveyors out, we actually support them and provide them three, six, three 
data, essentially 360 data and imagery that they can work off of. So, um, and then we do other little things in that, but I won't go into the full thought of our business. We've definitely shift gears in the past year, but it's fun, it's exciting. I've been doing this for over 10 years. My husband and I both partners working with their husband is challenging in its own ways. You overcame that obstacle. <laughs> it's yeah. One of those things that every day you have to remind yourself what you're grateful for. And there's yeah. a lot of good things through that. So yeah. So we've been very fortunate to be able to do that. I have um, my, I also sell Arvon. It's my side hustle that I absolutely had no envision for or plan for. And Jenna was such a big advocate in helping me and with, it's been over a year and I, there's no looking back. I'm so grateful for it. it is like literally given me so much growth that I cannot yeah. explain in my personal life, but then in a business life and just pushing my own comfort zone. Um, and then I'm also a garlic producer with Jenna. <laughs> so we produce garlic. We're probably one of the biggest garlic producers in our areas and probably yep. in the North. So it's really exciting. Something that we had an idea and just did it, figured it out. And here we are. It's so exciting. So ready for our second season. And then I also sit on the Alberta Motors Association Board of Directors. I'm a director with them as well and have been for the past three years. Um, like I said, getting involved in the community is such a good one. This is a great board for me. I really appreciated it. And I'm also a volunteer uh, board member now for Community Future. So I just joined that board this past year or past month. And I'm looking forward to getting involved with that for the next three years and learning and helping companies grow their businesses and being able to help them invest in, in their business so that they can, you know, aspire to be an entrepreneur like everybody else around us. So that's what I do now. Um, and that's just my day-to-day -day stuff and driving kids. I'm a taxi. I love it. So before I dive into some of the obstacles that you've overcome in your life, um, this is a question that I ask everyone that comes on to the podcast. That's an interviewee. Um, how do you be like, I mean, just listening to that, you do a lot, but you still maintain your health. And I know your health journey has really amped itself up. I know when I talk to people, even just seeing you the other day, I'm like, girl, you look good. Like you have like, completely stepped into a healthy version of yourself. And it's been like amazing to see as a sister. I know. Um, and I'm the emotional one. <laughs> I know when we would go to like Phoenix or something when we were kids and you'd be like, Oh, we have to go on a hike. Right. <laughs> and now you're like out doing 5k runs. You're getting on your Peloton every single morning. You're taking care of your health. So maybe just tell us with all the hats that you wear, I know that self-care is very important to you. How do you take care of your health before you hustle in everything that you do in life? Yeah, um, again, I feel like, um, like Jenna said, I am the least person that loved to work out. And I look back to even when I played hockey and I, now I'm mad because I'm like, I should have just like, you know, mom, dad, like go run. Well, like you don't know how to do these things and like just go run and jog. Like nowadays it's so much easier to get involved and to understand your health and have the resources at your phone right and yeah. be able to understand how do you do a 5k run like what and I only did one for the record lately like let's just get that straight this is a new journey but I bought shoes so I'm invested um but I, again it started back with my Arbonne journey I feel like starting I will that's a lie I had started going back to the gym after I had my second daughter I was still working I took no mat leave for both my children and so I had some time so it was a great time to take her to daycare at the gym. I can work out in, you know, for an hour a day. So that was like the one big thing for us. And so I was able to start this journey. And so then when Arbonne came into my life um, over a year ago, I started creating healthy habits, which is, 
again, the meal prepping and understanding my food and understanding what I was putting in my body and like fueling my body. I mean, water and hydrating like all the time and just understanding why all these things were truly so good for me. I didn't understand that before. And I didn't understand, you know, from the workouts to the eating right, to the hydration, that creating and building myself more energy and just every day, like not, it's such a big thing to feel like to start, but I look at it as like, you know, I started just compounding one small habit, one small habit. Maybe it was drinking water one month. Maybe it was like just really understanding my food. But the biggest one was like getting up early and working out. I love my Peloton. It completely changed my life. And I feel like now I'm able to work out and I have no excuses in the way. And that's the biggest thing is not having those barriers and those excuses to be able to do things especially when you're a person that has never done it or enjoys it. Now I love it. I love getting up at six morning. I don't love getting up at six morning, but I do it yeah. because I love the results that I get from it and how I feel overall. I'm a better person. I'm a better mom. I better person to work with. Like I have way more energy to like crush a day if I know that I work out. So Absolutely. Yeah, now I'm learning how to run with a friend and I have no idea, but like, I'm just not scared to like jump into that feeling of discomfort and just do it. Right. So, yeah. And and let's just go back to the habits too. Like that's a really good example, right? If you are, I mean, taking care of your health can be a job itself, but it's just the little things yeah. you do every single day. Maybe you want to wake up one hour earlier than your kids do, right? Don't start with one hour before, maybe start with 20 minutes before, and then gradually go to 30 yeah. minutes before work on it. It's the 1% every day, the compound over time, you're going to be able to get to that one hour. If you want to start eating healthier, drinking more water, just take one habit every single day or once a week, become a master at it and then add something else in. So make your list maybe of the things that the best version of yourself, what are you doing? What are those things that you're doing? And then just take it one step at a time. And, and, and like, I'm not like, a list person either. So yeah. like, that's the thing. we're very different, yep. right? So that's a different, but I like think back, I was listening to a podcast like last week about the same thing about building habits and just creating them and like not overthinking it. So now like every night I have the habit of like filling my water bottle up, my two, two, two liter bottles, every single night I put them in the fridge. I have my water ready for the next morning that maybe I started working out three mornings a week. Now I crave to get up early because if I don't and I roll out of bed, I don't feel good. I'm not the same person. So again, yeah, the compounding of like doing that, but then also like I find, I don't even think about these things. I guess is my point, right? Totally. I pre-make my shakes. I pre-make my shakes now for the whole entire week because it just mm -hmm. sets me up for my morning breakfast. Yeah. And I set out my workout clothes every night. I get my shoes ready. Like those are things I don't even yeah. think about anymore that have been habits that I've created yep. over this past year outside of food and what, like just little things that you mentally do now to make yourself a better person for the next day, to set yourself up for success, like whatever those things are. Um, it's just like, it's so in my routine now. I'm yep. like washing my face, getting my stuff out. Like it's just, yep. if I don't, I'm just so off balance. Yep. The, the choices that you're making today are taking care of your future self. Even Absolutely. the fact of washing your face, right? If you're washing your face at a young age, I mean, this is like, this is like long-term. If you're washing your face at a young age, your skin will maybe be a little bit more, you know, flourished and beautiful and outstanding yeah. as you get older, right? So the yeah. habits that you're applying to your life today are taking care of your future self. So um, I love it. Thank you. So habits, I think that's really one thing that you've incorporated in taking care of your health before you hustle. Yeah. So in regards to obstacles and going into mindset now, what are some obstacles? I mean, 
I know one that really comes up. I remember, and how old were you when you were elected the PC of, or the, sorry, the president of the PC board? How old were you? You were like 26? I was 26 years old. 26 years old. Okay. So I remember when you were 26 years old, you got elected to be the president of the PC party, which is huge. I mean, I think you were the first female, right? Most people that have been in that position before. No, we're not first female. Okay. No. Youngest, youngest, which is still an accomplishment, right? So um, maybe just talk a little bit about that journey and some of the obstacles that you've overcome and the mindset that you've been able to maintain during that journey. Hey ladies, are you feeling inspired from this podcast? Let's connect more. Come hang out in the health and hustle community. If you're on Facebook, come and join the health and hustle community over on Facebook. You can find it in the show notes down below. Come and join the community. And if you're on Instagram, go and follow me on Instagram, health.n.hustle. And if you have been enjoying this episode so far and you want to share it by sharing it, it helps us spread the love of this podcast because there are many women that need to fill up their cup and that need to hear some of this information. So screenshot this episode that you're listening to, head over to Facebook or Instagram, post it, take some friends, and don't forget to tag me, Health and Hustle. So I guess a little bit of background. I have a secret love for politics some days. I've kind of set back a bit, uh, just a few things. So I was involved in the Progressive Conservative Party of Alberta at a young age. I was a youth for them and a youth for the North. I was involved, you know, um, in many different things for that. It was really exciting, really engaging. I knew nothing about politics going into this, like absolutely nothing had been asked to join um, through some friends, got involved and just kind of fell in love with it and fell in love with the people and different things like that. So, and then from there, I was asked to run Jim Prentice's past premier's campaign for the North. So when he was running for the leader of the party, they asked if I would look after the North part of the province for his campaign. Um, so I got hired on to do that. It was such an engaging campaigning is fun. It's a rush. It's tough. It's you know, it's interesting. I, ha- I love the drive. I love the unknown and just going for it. So I did that. Um, he was successful in becoming the leader of the, uh, the party. And then from there, I um, I ended up, what did I do from there? Oh, then we ran his provincial campaign. But from that, I ended up becoming the president of the whole party. So I ran a 52-person board of directors from across the province. And uh, yeah, it was it was huge. And I was 26 years old. Lots of people said, like, don't do it. What are you doing? I thought I had a lot of support coming from the premier at that time. And then things really quickly shifted when he ran for premier. I ran his campaign as premier. Let me back that up. I did leadership. Then I ran his campaign for the premiers of, of Alberta. For the whole province of Alberta at that time, we won that election as well. And then I became, then was asked to, you know, did I want to come to work for them, which I didn't have any aspirations to work for the legislature. It was just not something that I wanted to move and do. And so then this was another opportunity that I could put my name forward. And I'm going to tell you, it was very, very tough. And a lot of people that didn't like me and a lot of people think I shouldn't have done it. But I did it. I was successful. Um, I remember being in Banff and I think we had like over 1500 people there. It was really intense. And so, yeah, then I uh, became that. And then very couple, not even a year later, we had the leadership um, or we had another uh, another election and the PC party ended up losing that year and uh, losing that election. I mean, everybody 
can remember when the NDP got in that day. I can tell you I was in at Calgary by myself and he got up there on stage and announced that he was resigning uh, from his seat and resigning as the leader of the Progressive Conservative Party. There was just media in the room and his family. I had no heads up. I mean, obviously these things, you know, will happen. And he left, walked off the stage and that was it. And all I could do was hide and just figure out a plan from there of what we were going to do. I had really a couple people around me that were very helpful and we just had to make a plan and we had millions of dollars that were owed and different things that were very interesting that you learn very quickly at a high level. Um, so I stayed around for about a year, tried to help the party regain paying back stuff from that. Um, Jim Prentice never actually called me after that day or nothing. And it was just a very, very mentally hard thing to get over. It would have been easy to quit and just walk away. But after everything that I'd been through to get to where I was, I was not that person. So just giving up and walking away like everybody else just seemed not person who I am so I was very much true to myself and it was the hardest thing that I ever did and ever hoped to ever do in that regard but I got through it and then we had a new um, president that came in and things aspired and and so then from that I've kind of stepped back from my uh, political aspirations and just have ran provincial campaigns in different ways and now municipal campaigns because that's just as exciting and fun but um, yeah it was very very hard very hard. I love it. So I, I know that like, I remember when all this kind of went down, what do you think, like what made, how do I, how do I word this? But how would you say you overcame that mindset of like, you know, that, that, that gut feeling being like, no, like I got this, I can do this. Like what pushed you through? Like there was a motivator there that pushed you through. Obviously there was lots of support through people. So you had that support, that backup, but like, mentally how did you get through that I think it was just yeah like I mean it was so unknown it's definitely the people you surround yourself with was huge we had a team of people to help but I also had like personal friends that were just there and stayed there with me until the end which was the biggest thing I think that helped push me because it was like validating our values and who we were and who being true to myself right and um, and just understanding that this was a huge learning curve too. Like I was working with really top end people from across the province that in this day, I never would have imagined that I would have done. So I took it as a learning opportunity in some regards that I could learn from this experience and it would only help me become a better person or learn or, or have more guts, you know, to do things. And I didn't want to be the person that failed or didn't do it. And of course I had people that thought that, I mean, it was 26 years old. Like it was such a mentally hard thing but understanding the the reality of the project or understanding like what's going on in your life or different things that you're working on is a big impact too right so and and like having that gut feeling to just keep going and whatever that state is I guess you know what I mean like um it really helps so yeah it wasn't fun but I'm I don't think I'd change it in some ways I think I do things differently, of course, too, but I think it also pushed me into the person and having more guts and having, uh, yeah, it was, it's incredible, incredible experience. Yeah. It was very hard though. And a lot of nights where I was very upset crying Yeah, and having to learn to stand up for myself and other people around me and so stuff. Yeah. Which made you had thicker, thin on the outside. Absolutely. Yeah. Growing with thicker skin. Especially when you deal with media or politics. There's a lot of media involved and it's, you can't just think it's just the decision that other people are going to, it's going to impact. It's going to be out to the world. So running a business to this day now, I think is like 
super hard, but I'm always so grateful about my mind that like, this is not a political, like this isn't a media thing. Like yeah. I wasn't going to go to the media about this and I'm not going to be in the news tomorrow because of this thing. Like, mm-hmm. so that was a big piece in the back of my mind. That was tough. Right. And I give credit to anybody that's an elected official to have to do that every day, because I'm going to tell you, it's very, very tough for them. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. incredible. It's, yeah. <laughs> it would be a lot of pressure, but so that's amazing. So yeah. speaking of business, right. Running a business, you're also a working mom running a business with your husband, right. Yeah. Which has been a journey and you've learned lessons along the way with that. So let's talk a little bit. Cause I feel like this is another obstacle that you've overcome, right? I mean, your kids are how old now? Five and three for people who don't know. Yes. So five and three, right? So Monroe, your youngest three-year-old, you know, three years ago was born pandemic hit what cup, like couple months year after that or something like that. How many, yeah, it's been like two years. So running a business with a one-year-old, two kids, husband in the business during the pandemic. I think that's another obstacle in itself. How, I mean, you could talk a little bit about that, but also how you were able to maintain a positive mindset, um, during that time? Yeah. I mean, we have good partners and, and of course working with your husband is very hard. Some days I will say that we're very, both very different at different scales, but it, that is what is good some days. Yeah. Um, I stress about a lot of things. I've learned to that sleep is key. I've learned that being grateful and having that gratitude every single day, no matter what it is, is just such a big piece of it. Like, you know, waking up or going to bed and being like, what am I grateful for? Wow, I have a great life. I'm super grateful that like I had food on the food for my family and I'm not stressing about this or that. It's like so small things that truly give you um, the impact and, and the, you know, the acknowledge all those things and just be so grateful for those things. So yeah, I mean, we totally transitioned our company and did stuff over the pandemic that I never in my mind, I, I feel like I had an idea in back of my mind, the way things would go, but again, it totally changed very quickly from having a number of employees down to very little, but now, you know, having that refocus and I don't think I'd go back and change it. You can't go back and change anything, but being able to like not overstress, deal with the situation at hand and be able to move forward is such a big thing, right? And and at the end of the day, just be grateful for, you know, great partners and people around you and, and that really just want the best in so many ways, as hard as the days can be, mm-hmm. is huge. So yeah, now it's exciting. I mean, now we're in opportunities position where it's kind of yep. fun to see what's next. And but also know that like every day I journal and I write down, you know, the 10 things I'm grateful for. And I remind myself before I go to bed, but then like the 10 top goals that I have that some days I'm going to tell you, I feel like you're not going to get there. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh wow. I've already knocked like three or four of these things off this past year. Like, Holy man, this is huge. So then like that belief and that feeling of like acknowledging the work that you're doing is such a big thing, whether it's in your business or at home or losing a few inches, like they compound again over time and, and just sticking to it and being true to it. Right. Absolutely. And writing, writing your, so five, five things you're grateful for every single day, 10 dreams and goals. It's like the law of attraction, likes attract like, right. It's like matter and energy, energy, that you put out, you're going to attract something that's manifestation. So I know that you've been very, um, like every single day writing down 10 dreams and goals that you have. And it is really cool to go back through those books and be, I feel like I got cut out there. Um, oh my gosh, I accomplished that. 
So which yeah. book is it that you journal in for people who are like, oh, I have to start today still the Rachel Hollis, but again, you can just do it. And I don't do it every single day sometimes. Like maybe it's once a week, but like I do mentally, I'm not always a writer. I mentally think about it, but to have it written down now and see it is just like mm-hmm. so impactful that like, I'm like, Oh man, I need to update that. That's so good. I can't even think about my next three goals I need to put on there. Cause like, I'm not, they weren't little, they were big goals, like dreaming big. Right. Um, that have come, that have come to fruition and happened. So yeah, absolutely. So before, before we kind of got on, we were talking about balance. Do you believe that balance is a thing nowadays or just in general? I mean, ever, do you think balance is really something that exists? We no, about that. I don't think it is. I think that this is a problem with sometimes and some people, everybody has different beliefs, but I believe that like having that balance is just, it's so hard when you have kids and especially nowadays with COVID and not being able to take them to the, you know, I totally lost a whole week last week and I try to plan and do all these things and, and work out and be a good mom. And it's like, it's so hard some weeks. And I truly believe like finding that balance. Yeah. You can find like the little things that, you know, make you happier, make you feel good, which is again, the working out and finding those things. But like, man, every day is a new day and you just need to figure it out and you need to be grateful. And you're not going to have your morning where it's like your kids don't wake up and you're having this beautiful meditation and like, I'm chaos. Like I sometimes forget when I have a meeting in a few days and I'm like, Oh my God. But like, you just figure it out and go with it. Right. Or life changes in so many ways. Mm-hmm. So I am not a goal personality. I am in some ways, but I'm not in others that like I can deal with the chaos, I guess. Yeah. So balance yeah. is, there's no, there's no easy balance. I don't Absolutely. believe And you were saying last week, I mean, your kids were at home sick, right? I mean, that sucked. Your week was thrown off. But instead, you were focusing on your eating, your healthy, your yeah. healthy mindset, your your eating habits. That was something that you were focusing on, right? Yeah, and just like taking the time to be there and be grateful that I could be there for them when they were sick, right. because that's you know a huge thing, Absolutely. and not have to stress about it. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. believe about. I believe in balance in some degree, but like when you're working and you have kids and you're working out or you're trying to look after your health. And just school and life, it's tough to find the, uh, every day is a balanced day. Someone told me the light switch thing. It's like, you know, like the light switches, whereas there's like, there's like four to six different light switches. They dim up and dim down. Sometimes something's going to be dimmed up. Well, sometimes this is going to be dimmed down. And you just have Absolutely. to mind you know that. It's like, okay, this is going to be dimmed down, but this is going to be like going up this week. Okay, now it's this week I can dim this up. Not all the time are they all at the same level, right? So. No. That's kind of my visual way of looking at balance. Yeah. So before we kind of wrap things up, is there anything else that you want to add in regards to to mindset or just even a working mom taking care of your health before you hustle? Well, I don't know. I feel like it kind of touched on in some ways. Like I find that, like, like I said, the, the small, small things that just compound and like not to like have to feel like if you don't know something, like there's so many great smart people out there that you know asking questions surrounding yourself with like the people that are going to impact you or help you grow as a person is such a big thing and I truly believe in that right and that you know there's great ways to give back that you can get more out of it whether it's volunteering and doing different things like that you know and and uh, asking for help is a big thing right and finding those maybe accountability partners and different things that are going to help you you know grow to be a better person and 
um, you know, there's this, I listen to podcasts. I read, I am not a reader for anyone. Like I don't read, but I find lately, like it's been a good thing for me just to sit down and read because I'm learning. I'm taking like that 10 minutes out of my day just to sit. And it might be like throughout the day, I'll do it because I just like are like on a weekend or whatever. Right. But yeah, I, I love, don't know. I love one thing that you've been doing. You've been crushing through books and then you've been finishing them. Right. So what's the thing that you've been doing on Instagram? You post your book and then you Oh, well, like a book, a book exchange. So mm -hmm. just like, yeah, I have a few books. So I've, I've, will just swap. If somebody wants to read the book that I have, I will just trade for what they have. Cause there's always so, like, yeah. there's good books out there that you just maybe don't even think about. So, and I like different books. I like, like the self-help. I like business books are going to help you go to the next level and, you know, getting out of your own mind. That is the biggest thing in life. It's just like getting out of your own head. Like, you know, you, I heard this thing last week and it's like, things that we even say to ourselves sometimes would you say that to your best friend like oh you look fat Ooh, do you think your hair looks okay like you know what I mean like we are mean to ourselves and so it's like having to switch that mentality of like you know you look good like yeah and it's just like would you tell your best friend that or like learning to like not get so stressed out about things which is such a big thing that I've tried to like okay figure it out deal with it you know, the more you stress about it, the more it's just going to eat you alive, which I just have that person to like, I, I've learned to not let that affect me. And yeah. then sleep is such a big thing. But, you mm -hmm. know, being able to think about it at a higher level, or like, what would you tell your best friend if they were going through that? Like, hey, no, you know what, you've got this, like, you're okay. Mm -hmm. Just think about it, maybe look at this approach or whatever, right? So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean but yeah, that's would be probably about it. Just being grateful every day for your life. And, and, finding growth in any aspect of, of things that are going. And yeah, I, uh, yeah. And like even joining Arbonne just totally changed my life in so many ways. So Absolutely. health and, and yeah. comfort zones. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's good. Totally. It's made us be closer and kinder to each other. Let's yeah. be real. Yep, absolutely. Right. I mean, we've, I think having our obstacles is, is it's in itself, but we've found our strengths and we've worked together and it's been really fun learning from one another and just, yeah, entering this life as moms and working moms and trying to remain a, a healthy mindset and taking care of our health along the way, I think. is. And I important. give credit to all those moms that are stay at home moms, because totally. man, that is one of the toughest jobs too. Yeah. Uh, just staying home for a week and trying to yeah. find that balance of just working out, eating good, looking after your kids and all the things is just give you me. credit. Absolutely. Uh, it's not for me. So all you stay at home moms, you're amazing. I praise you. Yeah. Um, it's tough. Very tough. I get to go to work and talk to people now yeah. and during the day. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, you couldn't have wrapped this up better. I love all of your suggestions with podcasts, reading books, doing a little book exchange and treating yourself, right? Making yourself your best friend. What would you say to your best friend? If you look in the mirror, you're giving yourself your best friend advice. I love just wrapping it up in that. And I think that's really what makes your mindset super strong. So thank you Hopefully. for yeah. being on here today and being a interviewee for this podcast. Um, really appreciate you. And I just can't wait to see where your next steps and life and everything just takes you. So thanks, sis. Yeah, thank you. And garlic thank harvesting, growing, grown and grow till Instagram coming back soon. Yeah, get <laughs> ready for our next steps as we get ready yes, to uh, get the crop in full fruition as it starts to 
come come alive. And uh, if you're needing garlic, pre-let us know now because let us know. every time I see someone, they want a little bit more garlic than last year because it was good. So yeah, it's fun. super yeah. fun. That That's takes good. us back to our roots yeah. and challenges us. <laughs> Before we wrap this up, where can people find you on social media? Instagram, Facebook, wherever it may be so they can continue to follow your Just- journey. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I just post an Instagram. Uh, T Head Beaupre. That's it. I'm the head Beaupre. T Head Beaupre. So go follow um, her on Instagram. Yeah, I love to post workouts. I love to inspire. I love when other people post workouts or post good things and support each other and keep growing together. Absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you. Have an amazing day and Peace. keep the mindset strong, girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us in the Health and Hustle podcast today. Always remember to take care of your health before you hustle. It's totally doable, like I always say. All advice that was shared is based on my personal experiences or those of the interviews that should be taken with a pinch of salt. I'm going to leave you guys with a little affirmation to wrap up this podcast because as I always share with my girls every single morning, positive affirmations are one of the best ways to start the day. Here's what we say. I am smart. I am strong. I am beautiful. I can do anything and I love me. Make today amazing, you guys. Don't forget to join my Health & Hustle community and follow us on Instagram, Health & Hustle. See you next episode.